Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. If your kid acts up at daycare and they sit them out from recess because of it, does that justify being upset with them? We'll get to that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for asking my brother to accommodate my son at his child-free wedding and refusing to drop it? A few months ago, my older brother asked me to be his best man and my husband to be a groomsman. He and I have always been close and he was the best man at our much smaller ceremony. At the time I committed to this obligation, no real planning had taken place, so everyone was on standby waiting for further details and an official date. I'm not sure when they began properly planning things, but I didn't hear much more about it until November during our Thanksgiving family gathering. My brother's fiance told us the venue, the date, and the fact that the wedding was going to be child-free. Now, I have no issue with the concept of child-free weddings. I had one myself. The problem is that my husband and I are expecting a baby. If all goes well with our surrogate's pregnancy, fingers crossed, our son will be three months old by the wedding date given. The venue they've chose is one two and a half hours from where we live. We would likely be spending three days away from home. You can call me an overprotective first time parent, but the thought of both my husband and I being away from our child for that long, when he's so little, scares me. And he's not even here yet. My in-laws could watch him and I trust them completely, but I know I wouldn't be able to properly enjoy the festivities if my infant is over two hours away from me. I pulled my brother aside later in the night and apologized profusely while explaining my worries. He said he understood and offered up a venue change, one much closer to home, or maybe making an exception for me by inviting my in-laws to the wedding. That way I could see the baby during the ceremony and feel a little less stressed. I told him either would work for me and thanked him. He spoke to his fiancée but she won't budge on either issue. He's vented to me multiple times over the course of the month that's now passed about how he's really frustrated because what matters most to him is making sure he's surrounded by the people he loves and that they're comfortable. Meanwhile, his fiance continually repeats that she's not giving up her dream venue and ceremony. I told him my husband and I could just attend as guests instead if it would make things easier, but he immediately shut me down and said he wanted us by his side. She texted me yesterday, politely I'll admit, asking if I could please just drop things on my brother. I might have considered it previously, but hearing how she turned down all of my brother's requests for compromise made me put my foot down and refuse. I hate causing my brother trouble like this, especially so close to the holidays, but I feel like she's showing her true colors. Am I the jerk? I don't think Opie's a jerk for having these concerns and asking for a possible compromise but I also don't think that she necessarily is in the wrong for not wanting to budge. If she says no and you keep pressing the issue, maybe you are the jerk. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not everybody here is a jerk, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my family they can't use Spanish on Christmas day or my husband and I are not coming? My 35-year-old female family is Mexican and we live in Texas. Everyone in my family is bilingual, and they tend to mix English and Spanish constantly. My siblings' spouses have all learned some Spanish, some better, some worse, but they can still participate in all conversations. I've been with my husband for 10 years, 
He took a few classes, but he found it too difficult and decided that he can't learn a language as it's his thing, just like math isn't his thing, and he dropped it. Every family gathering, there's a lot of them, he feels left out because everyone switches back and forth and he doesn't understand them. I have to translate for him and it really must be uncomfortable for him. This year he said he's not coming. He feels excluded and even when he talks with non-Mexican spouses, they mix and match languages and he felt it's to mock him because there's no need to. I called my mother and told her that they must promise to not speak Spanish because it's excluding my husband or we're not coming. My mother was angry. She told me they're not going to police their speech and that they were accommodating for the first few years, but he made no effort and it's ridiculous that he doesn't even try. I told her he at least did try, but she knows it's difficult for him. She said that he's no longer invited and I can come on my own. I was really angry and repeated my ultimatum. This didn't go down well. My whole family is pissed off. My husband's on my side and I don't know anymore. Am I the jerk for giving them the ultimatum? Would you guys agree with me when I say it's ridiculous to go to a get-together at someone else's house and try to dictate what languages they do or don't use? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my teenage daughter weigh in on the bathroom remodel? I have a 14-year-old female daughter. We moved a few years ago to a bigger house in the same neighborhood. Because it's a bigger house, my daughter can now have her own full bathroom, and me and my husband share another one. The shower in the bathroom that my daughter uses broke, so we just took the opportunity to get a full remodel. My husband and I found furniture we liked that complemented our bathroom and was also a good nice theme I wanted. We got a paint color that we knew my daughter liked pretty well. Our remodel started a few days ago. My daughter and I were out of the house staying at a friend's while my husband worked from home in the basement. My daughter told me that she was stressed out because she didn't know what she was getting put in the bathroom. I told her she was nowhere as stressed as I was because this isn't her house and her money. She then proceeded to tell me that she was upset that she didn't get to have a say in what was happening in her bathroom, and she didn't know if she would like the bathroom. I told her it was my house and that we'd put a color she liked, which she said wasn't what she wanted. I told her she was being spoiled and she shouldn't think she gets to make all of the decisions. She said that I wasn't being fair and that I was making the bathroom she'd be using all about what I wanted. But she'll graduate soonish and then I'll still have the bathroom. She claims she just wants a compromise. But why should I compromise how I make my house look? My husband hasn't really weighed in on this, but am I the jerk? I'm pretty sure my child is being entitled. I think not even hearing her out as far as what she wants kind of sucks. But I don't think you can really be the jerk for wanting to make sure that you like a remodeled part of your own home. This next story is, am I the jerk for leaving my husband for a Christmas trip to Hawaii with our kids? Every year, my family spends our Christmas in Hawaii. We've done it every year since I can remember, and it's a fun family tradition for me. After me and my husband had kids, we had to reorganize our family Christmas plans because his parents wanted to see our kids for Christmas. So we decided that we would celebrate Christmas with his parents on New Year's and go to Hawaii for actual Christmas. That was the system that worked for us until last year. Last year, his dad passed away around this time of year and it hit him and his mom hard. For obvious reasons, we didn't go to Hawaii. This year, we planned out what we would do for the holidays early. 
We would do Thanksgiving with his mom, and we would do Christmas in Hawaii since me and the kids missed out last year. Things were going well until right before our flight. About a week out, he said he was unsure. He said that he thinks it might be better that we stay. He said he really wanted to spend Christmas with his family and felt like his mom really needed it. I was unhappy about this. We made a plan. We saw her last month, and we already had my dad buy our tickets and hotel, so it would be incredibly unfair to me, him, and our kids for us to not go just for his mom, who we would see a few days after we got back anyways. We got into an argument about it and proposed that me and the kids can go to Hawaii and he can stay there with his mom. He decided to do this, but he was clearly very upset that I wasn't going to forego my family's Christmas tradition and seeing my family just for his mom. So now I'm in Hawaii watching and wrangling the kids by myself while he's home alone. He hasn't texted me or responded to me much. When I call him, he only talks for about three minutes before wanting to get off the phone with me and talk to the girls. Am I the jerk? I get if like emotions are high, they get cold feet, they want to see their mom again. 100% if he wants to do that, go ahead and go do that, but don't take this vacation for everybody else because you're in your feelings. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not pumping up my girlfriend's gas? I'm 19 year old male, my girlfriend 18 year old female got her license about 3 months ago. But last week was the first time that I've been in the car with her while she was driving. My car was in the shop and she came to pick me up from work. And on our way back, she decides to stop at a gas station. We pull up to the machine, she looks at me funny for a moment, doesn't say anything, and then gets out of the car and starts pumping her gas. When she gets back in the car, I ask her what the funny look was for and she says, Really? How do I have a man in the car and I'm the one pumping gas? I said, because it's your car and you're the one driving? She says, wow, and you're not even a little bit embarrassed? Watching your girlfriend pump gas in the cold while you're sitting in the nice warm car listening to music? I say, no, I was actually quite comfortable, and if I wasn't here, wouldn't you have to pump the gas by yourself anyway? She says, but that's the point. You're here. A woman should never have to pump gas while the man's in the car. My dad, uncle, cousin, brother, nephew, whoever, would have never just did what you did just now. I say, well, I'm not them, and I don't subscribe to that. Can we go now? Mind you, the whole time we were having this conversation, she hasn't even started the car. The gas station is filling up with cars, and she's literally hogging a machine. She says, I'm not moving until you apologize. To make it even worse, the guy waiting in the car behind us walks over and politely taps on the window and says, Hey, sorry, are you guys leaving or... She rolls the window down and asks him, If your girlfriend or wife was driving, would you still pump her gas? He says, uh, probably. And she looks at me in victory and we finally move. She says, seriously, don't ever do that again. I probably should have let it go, but I couldn't. I said, no, if we're in your car and you're driving, you're pumping the gas. She starts going off again until I can't take it anymore. I get out and start walking down side streets to a friend's place. She's following me, calling my name and my phone, but I ignore her and eventually lose her when she gets stuck at a red light. 
Since last Friday, I've been getting all sorts of angry messages and texts from her friends about how I'm not a real man for not pumping gas and even my friends were telling me, yeah man, you should always pump the girl's gas, it's just principle. The whole week was finals week, so I didn't really pay too much attention to what they were saying, but finals ended yesterday and I'm home now for Christmas. My extended family's all here, so I decided to ask them if a guy should always pump gas for the girl. I'm confused because all the men are saying yes, but all the women are saying that while they appreciate the men doing it, they can also do it by themselves, even when a man's in the car. They're all still arguing downstairs and it's getting pretty heated, so I decided to write you guys to ask, am I the jerk and should I apologize? This is 100% one of those courtesy things where, you know, it's nice if you do it and you could even ask for it of your man, but if they don't automatically do it, that's not justification to get mad at them and flip out at them. Our next story is, am I the jerk because I slept in my daughter's bed? I, 25-year-old female, got married to my husband, 24-year-old male, who we'll call Adam. When Adam and I were dating, I found out I was pregnant with my ex's kid. Adam didn't care and was thrilled because he's infertile and has always wanted to be a dad. I tried for over a year to get in contact with my ex to see if he wanted to be a dad, and he nor his family ever answered me, even when I went to their houses. So Adam's been my daughter's, 3-year-old female who we'll call Callie dad her whole life and legally adopted her at two. Sorry for the tangent, but it's relevant. We're in freezing cold weather and have lost power during higher temps than this for the last two years. A kid in our neighborhood got really sick last year because he nearly froze. So I set up my and my husband's bed to be kind of a tent so it would keep all the body heat in. It's a California king, so there's plenty of room for us, Callie, and our dog, who sleeps with us anyway. I got Callie ready for bed and tucked her in our bed to finish getting ready. Adam asked why she was in our bed, and I explained that I was afraid of the power going out because we've already gotten warnings in the past two years. He was angry and said that he shouldn't have to share his bed with her because he might want loving. I told him that I wasn't going to be in the mood tonight because it's 6 degrees and I'd be worried about Callie. Long story short, after a huge fight, I took the whole setup so only leaving him the sheets, duvet, and one blanket, and did it over my daughter's bed. I slept in there with her, and our dog followed us. Adam was so angry this morning that he accused me of wanting a divorce. I just told him that Callie was coming to work with me today, and I'm dropping the dog off at my mother's since she works from home, so he's not alone in case the power goes off. Adam went off to work, and I'm getting texts from my in-laws and a couple mutual friends. Someone even Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Texted that expecting him to share a bed with a girl he's not related to is disgusting. But that just makes me question him and his family that that's their thought process. Am I the jerk? I just was worried about my literal three-year-old. Even if I am, though, I'm doing it again tonight. I just want to know because I'm furious at him for blowing it out of proportion. But maybe he's right to be mad? I don't know. Definitely not the jerk. This guy is just focused on whether or not they can hook up, even when you have a cause for concern. Our next story is, am I the jerk for saying that my husband's reaction to a miscarriage is excessive? I need to know if I'm being reasonable or heartless here. My husband, 27-year-old male, has a longtime friend who will call Bill, 31-year-old male. The two of them met when my husband was 16, and from the way they always tell the story, they've been inseparable ever since. Bill's now married and lives nearby with his wife. They announced their pregnancy a while ago, and my husband was absolutely overjoyed for them. He would visit as often as he could, and it seemed like he was single-handedly funding the baby's wardrobe and nursery, honestly. Unfortunately, they suffered a miscarriage just before the six-month mark. Bill and his wife were understandably devastated, and so was my husband. I got it. He was watching his best friend go through something unimaginably painful. He was often gone for long periods of time comforting Bill, because not only had he suffered this loss, their marriage didn't seem to be holding up very well either. The marriage occurred at the end of September. Now, this is where I might be a huge jerk, so I'm in desperate need of judgment. I completely empathize with Bill and his wife still needing time to recover, but my husband is also acting as if this is fresh. Not just in the way he's still comforting his friend during his free time or excusing himself to take hours-long phone calls, but the intensity of his emotions. I caught him crying about a week ago, and when I asked him what about, he got angry with me and said it should be obvious. I was surprised to be met with such malice over a simple question, so I tried to gently suggest that maybe therapy would be beneficial. He was feeling this lost like it was his own and I didn't find that to be very healthy. In fact, I'd been concerned about him since mid-October, if I was honest, but had no idea how to broach the subject. The conversation that followed didn't go well, and my husband said his emotions were perfectly normal and that maybe I was just lacking in empathy. He's been avoiding me since. Am I the jerk? Maybe if you said, oh, your emotions are invalid, you would be the jerk. But you just said you don't think they're healthy and that therapy, which I think everybody needs regardless, should be considered. I don't think that makes you the jerk. 
This next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to pay for my boyfriend's vodka after smashing it? I, 26-year-old female, have been with my boyfriend Sean, 25-year-old male, for about a year and a half. It's been great, but I let him know from the outset that I was a recovering alcoholic. He had no problem with that, and he still drinks with his friends, but won't do that in my presence. It still bothers me that he drinks, but it's his life. I can't tell him what to do. Fast forward to last Sunday and we're at his apartment. I come in and he's in the middle of making pasta sauce and there's a large bottle of vodka on the counter. I didn't say anything about the bottle, but he saw me staring at it and told me it's for the sauce. Pasta sauce he's made me at least twice a month for the entirety of our relationship. He said he's told me from the beginning he does it, that it cooks away, but I think that would be something I would very much remember and I got a little angry. I knocked the bottle off the counter and went to my mom's. He's called and apologized for triggering me and that he was being brainless, but he wants me to pay for the broken bottle, which he says was about an $80 brand. I told him that I wasn't under any circumstances going to pay for something he's been lacing my food with for years. We haven't really talked since, and my mom wants me to just go ahead and buy the thing to make amends, and I'm still refusing. Am I the jerk? I don't blame OP for being scared of relapsing or scared of losing progress with recovery, but this feels like an overreaction. Am I wrong? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not allowing my daughter to spend Christmas with me and my new family? I, 46-year-old female, am the mother of a 24-year-old woman from my first marriage and 12 and 10-year-old boys from my second marriage. When I was married to my first husband, he was unemployed almost all of our marriage. We lived in a house his father owned. His father paid our bills. He bought us the car we drove. He sent my husband money to take care of our family, etc. I was young, stupid, and in love. That's my only excuse for living like that. When my daughter turned five, I started pushing my husband to work. I myself got a job. He didn't want to. Things escalated and ended up in us getting divorced. He got full custody while I got visitations every other Saturday. His dad hired a good lawyer. I couldn't do that. I also had to pay child support. I used to work full-time and two part-time jobs to afford my one-bedroom apartment as well as the child support payments. A year after our divorce, my ex married a new woman. There was a lot of child alienation from them and sadly i couldn't afford to take them to court again by the time my daughter turned 14 she was calling me by my name and calling her stepmom mom i tried my best to hold on to my kid i went to all the events i could go to i planned fun days with the limited funds i had even when i couldn't afford to turn on the heat i still made sure to get her a christmas gift sadly by the time she turned 16 she no longer wanted to have anything to do with me I took them to court, but they did nothing, and the last time I saw her, she said some very awful things to me. I was defeated, but I decided that I no longer had a daughter, since that's literally what she wanted. I moved away, met a good man, married him, and had two wonderful kids. Last year, my daughter reached out. She was sorry, said that she wanted to reconnect. I was hesitant and resentful but I still talk with her once a week. She suddenly asks if she could spend Christmas with us. She wanted to get to know her brothers. I told her that we weren't in a stage where I could allow that. 
It got heated, but I told her I couldn't trust her with my kids and that I still wasn't 100% sure that I wanted our relationship to become more. She says that I'm a jerk, that I'm punishing her for things she had no control over, that I know what she told me and how she reacted to me was a direct result of her father's manipulation. Am I the jerk? I mean, considering the kid themselves are saying that they were manipulated, they realize that now and they want a relationship, I think OP's allowing themselves to stay a little too in their feelings. This next story is, am I the jerk for wanting to pull my daughter out of her daycare because they made her miss recess? My daughter, too, just got light up princess heels from a family member. She loves these shoes and wants to wear them everywhere. She wore them to daycare on Tuesday and when I picked my daughter up, she was wearing a pair of socks from the school instead of her shoes. They asked me to send acceptable shoes in her backpack if she wants to wear her heels. When I got home, I checked the school's dress code and there was absolutely nothing about shoes, except the kids have to be able to comfortably play in them. My daughter's very comfortable in her heels. She wears them to the park, the grocery store, pretty much every time we leave the house and she never complains. So I didn't think there was anything wrong with her wearing them to school. She wore them again to school yesterday. Shortly after I dropped her off, I got a call from her teacher saying I needed to drop off a new pair of shoes, but I was already at work so I couldn't get her a new pair. When I picked her up, it was the same thing. Her heels were in her backpack and she was wearing socks. The teacher told me they couldn't let her out for recess because of her shoes. I was livid when I was told that she couldn't play at a recess because of her shoes. First of all, she's worn those shoes to the park so I know she can play in them. Second, it's not her fault that I couldn't drop off a new pair of shoes, so I don't see why she has to be punished for it. I want to pull her out of this daycare and find a better one, but my husband's refusing because his kids, he has kids from a previous marriage, went there and they all love it. I personally think they're treating my daughter unfairly and that we should look for a better daycare. Am I the jerk? It may not be expressly in the rule book, but I think it doesn't take a genius to realize no daycare worker wants to try to watch a kid at the playground wearing heels. Also, is it really that good for a young kid to be wearing heels regardless? Our next story is, am I the jerk for calling out my mom after she excluded my girlfriend and the kids from our snow globe tradition? I've, male 23, been dating my girlfriend Ellie, female 31, for almost a year. Ellie has two kids, female 6 and male 4, and we get along really well. I have a big family and it's pretty much impossible to have one Christmas event and expect everyone to make it, so my parents host their celebration the week before. My mom has a tradition with the kids, us, where she gives mini snow globes. The event was last Saturday and as usual mom pulled us aside and gave us this year's snow globes. Now, the snow globe giving extends to partners, and I was expecting Ellie and the kids to receive one. My brother's wife Jane, female 27 or 28, was there and mom gave her and her 5-year-old daughter snow globes. My mom's reasoning is that she doesn't know Ellie well enough to be included, but I said being my partner should be enough and she should have at least included the kids. Ellie came to the event with me and she was upset when she saw my mom didn't get one for her or the kids. I got kind of annoyed and told mom that she gets snow globes for Jane and her daughter. Considering my brother wasn't her son, we're half brothers. If that's the case, then she's excluding Ellie for no reason. 
My mom got defensive and started getting mad, and we ended up leaving early. I just don't think what mom did was right. These aren't expensive, and she could have got three more, so Ellie and the kids could be included. I'd get it if it was just for us, but she gets them for partners and kids too. I got a few texts later from my sister saying I'm creating issues, and we disrespected my parents and Jane, and should apologize. Am I the jerk? I'm sorry, but I think OP is a jerk because they're not married. This isn't a spouse. You may act and treat them like one, but you haven't even been dating for a full year yet. This next story is, am I the jerk for sleeping naked because my roommate's girlfriend keeps waking me up? I, 19-year-old male, have a roommate. He has a girlfriend, call her L. Since they've been seeing each other and when she's been staying around, she's walked in on me and pulled the covers off as a joke. She's also walked in on me and my girlfriend, which was the final straw. My roommate has been doing nothing about this, saying, I can't control her. A few days ago, my girlfriend was in our flat, and so was Elle. My girlfriend's been getting pissed at Elle walking in on us. I told her to sleep naked and she'll stop probably. At 6, me and my girlfriend were sleeping and Elle busted through the door and saw us butt naked together. She screamed like she saw a murder scene. My roommate walked in and told us that we should have been wearing clothes. I told him that she needs to learn about privacy first. He told us we were acting childish. We didn't care if we were acting childish. She needed to know that it's weird walking in on people like that. So am I the jerk? Definitely not the jerk. 100%. Don't barge in on people in their bedrooms and God forbid you're naked in your bedroom while sleeping. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people sleep every night like that. Our next story is... Am I the jerk for not letting our kids eat my wife's cooking? I, 34-year-old male, have a wife, 32-year-old female, and we have two children, 4-year-old female and 7-year-old male. I work as a manager at a care home, and my wife owns a bakery with her mom. My wife cooks all the time because she's much better at cooking than I am. I cook sometimes. She's the one who takes care of the house, kids, and chores. Yesterday when I came back from work, Dinner was ready, so I plated it up for everyone, while my wife was washing her hands. My kids like their food cut up. I was cutting their chickens into pieces and it looked a bit pink. I told my wife to look at it and she said, It's a little pink, but it's fine. I told her I'm not letting them eat this if it's pink. She told me to stop being a baby and it won't kill them. I kept telling her it's pink in the middle, they shouldn't eat that, they can get food poisoning and that it's dangerous for them. She told me, if you don't want them eating it, then you can cook their dinner. I made them cheese and ham toasties. Also made her one, but she didn't eat it. She told me that she isn't talking to me if I think her cooking is horrible. I don't think it's horrible. I just didn't want our kids eating that. I told her to stop thinking she was right. So, am I the jerk? If it's slightly pink, put it back in the oven or even just microwave it for a short amount of time. Also, if they cooked it properly, which means checking that the temperature was 165, even if it looks pink, it's safe. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.